Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid Ahmed. Today, we get to talk with Marilyn King. She's the entrepreneur expert, personal branding expert. And she's going to tell us a little bit about herself, how she is a personal branding expert. Hi, Marilyn. Thanks for coming on to the podcast. Hi, Janae. Thank you for scheduling time with me. I'm really pleased to do this. You're welcome. So tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into the personal branding expertise business. Well, this is my year. Uh, I set out at the beginning of the year to uh, leverage my expertise that I've accumulated over decades mm -hmm. of working with experts in all kinds of fields, learning how to listen, uh, draw out their expertise, uh, help them ferret out what needs to be communicated, what doesn't, what order it needs to be communicated in, all of that so that, mm -hmm. so that their audiences can understand what it is that they're experts about. Nice. Um, I've done this in the corporate environment, mm -hmm. the public environment. Uh, I've worked at the International Monetary Fund for several years. Wow. Uh, I've also worked in nonprofits mm -hmm. and so now it's this is my year to work for myself as an entrepreneur, yeah. really enabling other entrepreneurs to get their message out. That's an amazing, amazing story. Uh, I mean, uh, that's what I set out myself to be for this year as well, that this year I'm going to do something different. And I'm doing this podcast to begin with. Yeah. And uh, I've, for the longest time I wanted to be. A podcast host and I just didn't know because I always wanted to do it with somebody else as a co-host and we would bounce around ideas but then I was like you know what I have so many passions so many different hobbies why not I just do podcasting as a hobby and see where it goes sure so here we are and now I'm you know talking to the expert of the expert in personal branding <laughs> <laughs> So you've uh so did you start from scratch this year learning the technology of doing podcasts or did you already know that? So I've already knew technologies that go into audio production and video production and I knew about 6 years ago I had a podcast that I did with my cousins. We did a few episodes but since we were in different time zones, we weren't able to continue. But I knew the technologies and I knew where to go to get your podcast submitted to Apple and the other platforms. But then this year, uh, a new player came to town called Anchor FM. And Anchor makes it super easy for you to get your, get your own podcast started. Just like we have YouTube, we have Facebook, we have LinkedIn, these small social networking platforms where you just go there, create your account, and you're on the go. You have your own profile page, you you know, put in the work and you have content up there. So Anchor took that same methodology and they said, Hey, you know what? We have smartphones, people are talking on smartphones and uh, we have the VoIP technology where people can talk to each other 
over FaceTime, over Messenger, over WhatsApp, you know, all over the world, why not you leverage that technology to actually record their podcast? So they launched the Anchor FM mobile app, which actually enables you to start off a podcast from from the beginning. Mm. And looking at that, I was like, whoa, this just made my life so much easier. And sure, I use other tools to master my audio, but I, you know, go back to Anchor, I upload my audio, and then it's available on 10 different platforms because the way they've set it up. And it's all for free. Oh, very nice. That's a Well, see, I'm learning something every day uh, mm -hmm. when I talk with entrepreneurs. And that's yeah. one of the things I love about my new venture is that mm -hmm. I just get to find out what other people are doing and be an enabler for them. Yeah. In terms of helping them clarify their vision, you know, mm -hmm. and, and what message they want to get out. Yeah. And that's something I was struggling with earlier on when I started this year. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do, am I going to do video? Am I going to do, you know, which direction am I going to go with? Because I have so many passions and I got into beekeeping earlier this year. So that's another thing that's happening. <laughs> so there's, there's so many things, right? And then I was like, you know what? Um, let me talk to other entrepreneurs. Let me talk to other experts and see if they can help me find what I'm good at. And um, about two months ago, one of the LinkedIn local hosts, um, Rod Ferrier, he called me up and he's like, you know, you should talk about video production because he saw me recording video at some of the LinkedIn local events. And he's like, looks like you know what's up. So I did, I dug I dug around and I said, you know what? I have been recording video for the past 10 years. Why not me talk about it? So I focused on that specific area and I have been uh, building up a library of content to actually offer a course that talks about video production using your smartphone. So besides just the podcast where I talk about these hobbies, I am, you know, also focusing on building these other things out that can help others all for free, essentially. Yeah, interesting. So how do you connect with people, uh, you know, other entrepreneurs? Because we all need um, your kind of expertise in video production. Sure. And I'll welcome mm -hmm. the exposure through your podcast as well. Absolutely. So what happens is uh, I've connected with a lot of different communities through LinkedIn and through Facebook. Through LinkedIn, we have uh, some groups here, like the LinkedIn Podcasters group. There's a group, the Misfits group. And then Facebook has been really active around entrepreneurs and around other podcasters because they have a much more mature um, messaging platform, a group platform. So I'm probably part of four or five different uh, Facebook groups that are entrepreneur-focused or podcast-focused or uh, basically different area-focused 
and um, I've been able to connect with entrepreneurs on there, been able to connect with people to bring on the show from there. And I'm also reaching out to the many connections I've built over the years because, you know, I've been working for over 15 years as well. And I've, you know, I've I've connected with a lot of people through different walks of life, be it video, be it work. And I looked into what they're passionate about. And I go back to them and, and talk to them about their passions on the podcast. So that's one of the ways that I've been able to connect with the experts, with the other entrepreneurs. Very good. One of the things that I have found uh, throughout my career in talking with experts is yeah. that they often just don't know where to begin uh, mm. talking about their expertise. And that's one of the things that I have always been very successful at figuring mm-hmm. out because yeah. I can take the approach with them that um, I'm not the expert in the content. I'm the expert mm-hmm. in communicating. Yeah. And so I figure out what kinds of questions to ask mm-hmm. so that I can understand more about their expertise. And, yeah. then they, and then they can answer my questions. And we just develop a rapport and mm-hmm. the story unfolds. And um, I've always done a lot of writing with my work. So nice. I find that writing is a discovery process. Oh, absolutely. You know, so as soon as you think you know something and say, mm-hmm. okay, now I'm ready to write. Mm-hmm. You start Think writing again. and then you find, oh, now I realize that there's something I don't quite understand. So you go back to the content expert mm-hmm. and uh, and it's an iterative process that that is always interesting, I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. And being in the software, software world myself, you know, everything is iterative, even software that is being developed. It's an iterative process. You know, you, you start with the basics. It's like, okay, what's the basic requir- requirements? Let's start building it. Let's see what the different flows are. And like you, you know, like you said, you like to talk with people, understand what their problems are so we can figure out a solution for them. And um, and you're on point when you say, you know, writing is a discovery process because um you might you know, we might think like that you know you've got it. And I stumble upon these things myself i'll start writing about something and as i'm writing i'll I'll say okay wait i need to go back and research you know about this specific topic let me go find out what other people are talking about because there's absolutely other people talking about it yes exactly and yeah it's it's so cool that you know it's like oh okay that's how they're doing okay so then you give your own spin on it and bring it into your world and apparently November is the month of uh, novel writing yes. or something. Yeah, the and write a novel in a month challenge. Yeah, so uh, I'm following Pat Flynn of Smart Passive Income. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Um, no, I haven't. Okay, so smartpassiveincome.com is the site that uh, Pat Flynn runs. And he, I'm following him on Instagram. And he's 
so far written 15,000 words already because he's writing a thousand words a, a day doing the same challenge. And I was like, oh my God, I wish I had taken it because one of my goals for this for this year was also to write a book. But um, I haven't been able to follow through with it because <laughs> there's only so many, so many hours in a day and being a parent, being, you know, having to raise three kids, you know, and my wife also has a, having a full-time job. Uh, there's only so much we can do in a day. So I was like, you know, I'm going to focus on one thing at a time and, um, you know, go to the next thing after that. Well, it what is about, a matter yeah. of, you know, prioritization. And, mm -hmm. uh, and I'm someone that, you know, I'm interested in so many things. And mm -hmm. one of my constant challenges is to say, okay, well, let's slow down, Marilyn. Let's take one at a time. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I love just getting deep into one thing and really uh, mastering it or, you know, just getting immersed in it. Uh, oh. And it takes a lot of commitment to stick with something. Uh, so I just encourage you. Uh, I know life life brings mm -hmm. a lot of distractions oh, yeah. our way. And we have to just figure out, okay, Let's set aside time that's non-negotiable and just yeah. work at it. No, you're absolutely right. Because uh, when I said I wanted to be a beekeeper, I had to dedicate time. I had to take a course, you know, an eight-week course and, you know, spend two to three, two to four hours a week into reading the book, reading a material uh, and going to the class and, you know, conversing with the with the instructors and understanding and doing, you know, doing all that work. So that did require dedication. And when I actually got my beehives, I'm like, okay, now I got to spend at least a couple hours a week, tend to the bees, make sure they're fed, make sure everything is in place in order. And, um, you know, it took time away in, from other hobbies that I might've had. Because last year, I all I did was cycling. You know, I did a lot of cycling. And this year, I didn't do any cycling at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So well, absolutely. We, t we do as a culture, I think, just tend to spread ourselves too thin. Yeah, yeah that is so true. We we have uh, a lot of aspirations and we, and we think, you know, we can do it all. Mm -hmm. it's, it's crazy. Well, and I find as I talk with entrepreneurs... Uh, mm -hmm. You know, just by nature of being an entrepreneur, they yeah. are curious about life. They are mm -hmm. continual learners. And I think that we as a group of entrepreneurs are particularly challenged in the mm -hmm. area of just focusing on one thing and doing it uh, because our minds are so active. And that's one of the things that I really work on with my clients is yeah. honing in on what is the one thing that that really drives them, that uh, excites them, and is in tune with who they are at their core. And I love using yeah. story to draw that out of them. 
to find out, you know, uh, we talk about events in their lives and they could be very small events. I'm not talking about anything, you know, that you would necessarily post on Facebook or something as, oh, look at this great event. I'm talking about just little moments in our lives Mm -hmm. that make us realize something about ourselves, our values, uh, the people around us uh, and how we want to interact with them, what kind of impact we want to make on the world. Yeah. And when we look at those moments and really explore all those facets of those moments, then I think uh, we can draw out, okay, who is the real you inside of this whole public persona you have? And my goal with the services that I render is Mm -hmm. for entrepreneurs to be able to enjoy marketing their business because it should just be a natural expression of who they are. Absolutely. You know, and what their personal connection is with their business. Why are they in that business? Why do Mm -hmm. they want to serve the people that they serve? Um, Yeah. You know, what kind of experience do they want to create for their clients? And once they're clear on that, then marketing becomes a very natural thing for them. And they no longer have to say, oh, now I have to figure out how to market my product or market my service. Or, you know, it, it just removes that whole dread aspect that I find a lot of people have. Yeah. You know, what's funny about marketing that you're mentioning, um, for the longest time, marketing and advertising was the same thing. And this this comes from um, Seth Godin's latest book he just dropped earlier this week. Uh, and he calls it, This is Marketing. And he talks about, like, what is marketing? And, you know, talking about your favorite team. That's marketing. Talking about, you know, if you're convincing your your boss to give you a raise, that's marketing. So marketing is essentially, you know, telling somebody or sharing what you're passionate about, not not basically advertising. Yes, yeah, sharing what and, you're passionate about. And I would add to that for the yeah. benefit of the person that you're sharing it with. Absolutely. Not yeah. for your own benefit, not for self-aggrandizement. Mm-hmm. And I think, you no. know, a lot of entrepreneurs who are very, uh, you know, in the service industries, they're very uh, giving and mm-hmm. generous and uh, sometimes even altruistic in their outlook. And yeah. to think, oh, you know, I don't want to market because... You know, it just seems salesy, but it's really yeah. the opposite that that for them to make the good impact that they want to mm-hmm. make, they need yeah. to share that enthusiasm with the people that that need that benefit. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, then I thought of that uh, particularly recently. I was at a networking event. And Mm -hmm. someone, um, it was a several-day event, 
and someone had flown in from Australia here to oh, the wow. U.S. Well, actually, it was in mm -hmm. Canada. Um, yeah. So he had severe jet lag. Here we mm -hmm. were in a session together, and he was struggling because he just had not had any sleep. And he couldn't, yeah. and he hadn't been able to sleep because mm -hmm. of the severe time difference. Yeah. So, you know, I could see his pain, and I had a solution for him. Um, I, since I too was traveling, I wanted to make sure I wasn't going to be in that situation myself, just, you know, unable yeah. to sleep because of the disruption in my schedule. So mm -hmm. I had brought along these non narcotic. Uh, mm -hmm. sleeping aids, um, you know, a little tablet that has been approved by sleep specialists as, you know, non-habit forming and uh -huh. not at all harmful. Uh, and it's not really a sleeping pill. It's you know, a uh -huh. whole different thing. I heard, I listened to a podcast actually from a yeah. neuroscientist describing this chemical. Nice. Uh, so mm -hmm. I knew it was completely safe. And I have used it uh, on occasion. It's very effective. And I had mm -hmm. it in my suitcase in my hotel room. Yeah. And yeah. so I told him about it. I was so eager to help him out by yeah. offering him the solution that I had. So yeah. just, I said, you know, on our next break, I'll run back to my room because, you know, I was right there staying in the same hotel as the conference. I yeah. said, I'll run back to my room and get some for you. And so we went mm -hmm. up afterwards. I gave them to him. And, you know, mm -hmm. I and I described for him the whole uh, neuroscience behind it so that he could yeah. be sure that, you know, I was not being a drug pusher or anything like that. And it was so uh -huh. easy because, nice. because I could see he had a need. I had yeah. a solution. That mm -hmm. I firmly believed in, and it could help him. And I just wanted to help him, and I eagerly shared it. He eagerly accepted, and then we talked nice. the next day. And yes, he was able to get a good night's sleep. And then nice. I thought, that's what marketing is. If you that is, believe yeah. in your product or your service, and you believe mm -hmm. in yourself, you're committed to the mission of your business, then you want to see that mission succeed because it will help all the people that you serve. Absolutely. That is so right. That, that's on point. And uh, the book, in the book, he talks about exactly, you know, similar, similar stories. And, and I'm sure you've heard of Seth Godin. Yes. He loves telling stories. Yes. Yes. And those stories are so well thought out and you see the picture clear as day. Like, wow. Mm -hmm. oh, Thank yeah. you so much for giving me that reference. Now I know exactly what's going on. And it's it's just amazing. And we're still stuck in that um, pre-internet pre, marketing um, concept. You know, you got you to gotta market to everybody. No, you don't need to market to everybody. You need to figure out who is in need of the service and then you can offer the service or even, you know, come up with that service. Yes. So yeah, it's, it's, it was pretty great. Um, absolutely fascinated by him. 
Um, the other ways that I have been able to connect with people is through LinkedIn, of course. LinkedIn's been huge and uh, posting videos that I have been, uh, I, I joined the 30 days of videos challenge that Rob House created where you're basically sharing your content why or content how in your video. Either you're talking about how to do something or why you're doing something. And what's that, what that is doing is that's um, bringing to light your humanity as a person, as an individual, as a professional. And as you, you know, part with this knowledge, you're, you know, you're making, you're creating value for other people. So that's another way to connect with new people. So many different ways. And, you know, looks like you've got, you've got the talent to, you know, help these entrepreneurs focus on the one expertise that they should be focusing on. And uh, I think if that would be one way that I would recommend, if you were to, you know, do anything, that would be one thing that I would recommend. And uh, we actually have a group um, chat set up for the 30 days of videos on uh, content, content league. And there's at least, um, how many of you, 31 people in here in this conversation. And they're from all walks of life, all different um, professions and all over the United States. Actually, there's even some from Australia in here, Australia and Canada. So I would definitely recommend, you know, um, check that out. I'll, I'll forward you the hashtag 30 days of videos so you can check out what other people are sharing and talking yes. about. Yes. Okay. Very good. Yeah. So what is one hobby that if you had the opportunity to do that you would do? Well, um, there are, I thought about that since you had that in the question in advance. Um, mm-hmm. And I could go in that direction, but I guess actually yeah. what I would rather, since that's not really happening right now, yeah. what I would really like to say is that I did choose a hobby in a sense, mm-hmm. and that is entrepreneurship. Um, and so for the last few years, I've really been immersing myself in that. Um, and so focusing on listening to podcasts about it, reading books about it, attending webinars, going to networking events, and really Mm -hmm. making connections with other entrepreneurs, learning the whole, um, I guess I hate to use the word mindset because that's overused right now, but I do find that when I talk with people who are not entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and I try to tell them about all that I'm learning and doing and building my own business, they just don't understand. Uh, Mm -hmm. They're mildly interested sometimes. Mm Uh, yeah. Sometimes not, um, mm-hmm. but they're just sort of blank about. Oh well, you know that sounds good. Good for you, Marilyn. 
Uh, but they have nothing to offer and they don't understand what I'm talking about. Um, oh. I mean, not that they don't understand, but it's just not sure. their way of thinking. Yeah. And, uh, and so then when I surround myself by entrepreneurs and, mm -hmm. you know, engage in all of these activities, I find, yes, yeah. we all have something that we share, even though we're in, you know, different fields of expertise, of course. Absolutely. And yeah. It's sort of like when you travel abroad and you're suddenly in a different culture and you realize, well, yeah, you know, people, you might be able to say a few phrases in the other language. You might even know more. Um, yeah. You can still get by, but you don't really understand what's going on around no. you. <laughs> yeah. And so that's what I have found this entrepreneurial journey to be like um, in the sense that I am now conversant. I'm culturally in, you know, entrenched in that and yeah. other people who are not that I'm friends with mm -hmm. or former colleagues with, I just really can't yeah. share that with them because they're in another culture. Um, so, no, that is so, true. so my hobby, I guess I would say now is really cultivating more of those relationships with people Mm -hmm. that I can learn from and who can learn from me and, um, you know, where we can just support each other. No, that's really awesome. And um, more of us as entrepreneurs need to reach out and uh, learn from each other because um, at the end of the day, we can help each other in so many different ways that it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, and everybody brings in their own expertise and having a team is absolutely better than working alone at anything at all. Yes. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Marilyn, um, this was really an excellent conversation. We learned a lot about you, we learned about a lot about uh, expertise and how to manage them and I uh, really enjoyed this chat with you. Uh, where can people find you if they wanted to connect with well, you? Well, thank you, Junaid. I enjoyed our talk as well. And um, since my whole uh, aim of working with people is to get them to develop their personal brand such that they become the expert that the right clients would want to choose, I have named mm. my business the expert of choice. So nice. People can find me at theexpertofchoice.com and Perfect. I have um I have several services that I offer right now that I have branded mm. as message intended uh because mm. your personal brand we all have a personal brand whether we know it or not uh because oh, yeah. It's really just how people experience you. So mm -hmm. my goal is for entrepreneurs to really think about their personal brand, make it genuine, yeah. but make it conscious 
and make sure yeah. that the message you're sending out is what you intend. So you can find me at theexpertofchoice.com. Perfect. I will include the link in the show notes as well as your uh, profile ID or profile link for LinkedIn so people can get in touch with you. Wonderful. Thank you, Janine. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast. Okay. Okay.